you really need this. Amen. How many got great plans for Labor Day weekend? Yeah, going to do some fun stuff, going to barbecue something. Thanks, guys, you're good. Uh, uh, you're going to spend time with family. Well, before we do that, we're going to get into the Word. So if you're here today and you don't own a Bible, if you hold your hand up, our ushers will bring a copy of the Bible to you. It's our gift to you. want to make sure everybody has a copy of the Word of God. Guys, you need to get into God's Word every single day. Look at somebody tell them every day. And, and, and guys, I'm telling you that God's word, the Bible says that it's life to those that find them. It's life to those that find the word. It's health and healing to all their flesh. That God's word is life to you. Do, do we get that? God's word is life. So without it, what do you got? Man, man you, you know, a lot of times when, when we think of death, we think, oh, he keeled over. You, you know, Proverbs fourteen twelve says, there's a way that seemeth right in a man, but the ends thereof are the ways of death. Death isn't just necessarily dead. Death is separation. Remember the prodigal son who, who had separated himself from his father, but when he came home, his father saw him and he said, hey, give me a coat and give me the shoes and bring me a ring, kill the fatted calf. This my beloved son who was dead is alive again. Well, he, physically he wasn't dead. He was separated. There's a way that seems right to us, but the end ends up separated from the end that God declared at the beginning. And uh, what we've got to do is learn not, not to focus so much on the way. Well, you, you know, I, I think the way we should do it, it seems to me, well, there's a way that seems right to you, but it'll separate you. you you got to do it the way that seems right to God, right? We seek first the kingdom of God and his way of doing, his way of being right, and then he takes care of all the middle stuff. we got to focus on the end and let God direct the way. And in order to allow him to direct the way, he's going to use his word. So you got to get his word in you. Man, you got, you got to get a relationship with, with, this, with, with this book and let it come alive in you. Amen? Hold your Bible up in the air. Let's make a confession together. Just lift it up and say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. Say, I choose to do what it says I can do. Say, I have an open mind. I have a teachable spirit. From this moment forward, say, I'll never be the same. Say, I refuse to be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give God one more big praise today. He's worthy. Amen. I, I love the word of God. Man, I tell you, I love the word of God. But it hasn't always been that way. You know, I, I grew up in church, and, and uh, you know, Man, it, it was kind of hard at first, you know, because the, the Bible, just, so much of it, and it just, you know, sometimes, what does that matter? How does that ever going to apply to me? And, you know, yada, yada, yada. But then one day, as something started happening, as I started, uh, it's almost by mistake, you know, because I just started, I started pressing into God. I, I, I wanted, I, I saw God do something in, 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 in my dad, and, and he was different. He was radically different, and, and uh, you know, and he had, he had had a bout with cancer, and it went on for quite some time, and, and uh, uh, he had been sent home to die, but God healed him. That's a different story, but, the, but, but in the process, there was a radical change, and, and, and in talking with my dad, uh, you know, he, he just began to share with me that, uh, how he was studying the Word of God. And, and the difference is, and, and I went to God, and, and it was kind of like one of those final straw things, you know, hey, God, if you're real, you know, then, then let's, let's, let's get in this thing. And I started uh, going after the Word of God with a different mindset, and all of a sudden, man, that, that life thing became a reality. The light started switching on. I started seeing stuff. I'd heard things my entire life, but I started seeing stuff that I'd never seen before. 
And it started, it, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you, man, it just started, it's like, it's like it just came alive on the inside of me. And, uh, and I just, I love the word of God. And, and the thing, the, the thing that's exciting to me about it is that what, you know, God is not a respecter of persons. That's what, what it'll do in one, it'll, it'll do in another. What God's done for others, he'll do for you. Hello? And, and uh, but, 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 you know, according to, according to the word of God, you know, in, in Romans 12, it, you know, where it says, uh, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body, living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. But don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove to yourself, the Amplified Bible says, so you can prove to yourself that God's will is good. God's will is perfect. Uh, hello, somebody. God's will is acceptable. You know, you know what you got to do is you got to get in it long enough to prove to yourself God's will for my life is good. You know, because that way that seems right to me, that's, that, that's what I'm drawn to. That's what you're drawn to. That, that, that's what motivates you because there's, there's something about life and the way that you do it and the way that you live it and the way that you express it. There's something about it to you and, and you're going for it. But, but quite often, man, if we're not lined up with God's way, we end up doing it wrong. Hello? 2 Timothy 2.15, check it out. We'll put that one on the screen. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Well, if you can rightly divide the word of truth, then you can wrongly divide the word of truth. So if you, if, if, if you don't get it right... There's only one thing left. You're going to get it wrong. Thank you for that huge response. (laughs) I'm praying praying that some lights will kick on today. Man, I know it's a holiday weekend, but don't you take this day off. See, here's the deal. The kids kids are going back to school, right? Isn't it wonderful? Yeah, yeah. You know, the kids are going back to school, and they're going to learn. And, and, And over the next several weeks, we're going to go back to school. We're going to learn some stuff out of, the, out of the Word of God. Because there's a lot of places where we're, where we're taking God's Word, but, but I, I, I see a lot of people, and we just do it wrong. And I, I want to help you, show you some ways to do it right. So His Word's life to you. Man, His Word's not condemning to, to us. It's life. Matter of fact, a lot of people read this verse. Study to show thyself approved unto God. Well, the word study, if you, if you do a... If, if you do a word study and, and really look at this word to study, it literally means to break a sweat. You know, there's some effort involved in, in, in learning the word of God. Remember, we're supposed to, we're supposed to be renewed in our mind. Don't, be, don't, don't let this world constrain you. Don't let this world shape you, but be transformed. Man, anything less than transformation, man, that's a waste of time. See, what I'm believing God for is for lives that are radically transformed by the power of God. Now, here, here's, here's the win at the garden. Not that you just simply attend a service, but that your life begins to be transformed every day and that we're going from glory to glory, that we are stepping deeper and deeper into this thing, becoming more and more of an asset to the kingdom of God. That you have the ability to demonstrate Satan's defeat on a daily basis. That you get out of bed with one purpose, to humiliate hell. Man, I, I'm believing God for some great things in your life. But a lot of times, we, we, we don't allow the, the, the Word of God to transform our mind. It doesn't change the way we think. See, if, you're not, if it's not changing the way you think, you're not in it right. 
And a lot of people look at this and they say, well, study to show thyself approved. I got to work at this thing so that I can, so that I can show myself to God approved so that God will approve me. Cause if I don't study hard enough, I'm not going to be approved. You're reading it wrong. Study to show who yourself, man, you ain't got to prove nothing to God. God already knows. But if you'll get in the word of God, let me tell you what you're going to find out. You're going to show yourself. That you're approved by God. That you got the blessing of God on you. You got the handprint of God on you. You got the purpose of God in you. You got the plan of God operating in your life. Man, you, you, because of the blood of Jesus, you're justified. That means that it's just as if you've never made a mistake. Just as if you never did sin. Good Lord, somebody. It's a good thing I didn't take that pre-service workout. You know, because I got into the book and I started studying and I started realizing that, hey, God likes me. He's for me, not against me. He's not trying to put me down. He's trying to lift me up. He's trying to give me everything that I need. He's positioning me to win and succeed in every realm of life. Man, I'm not studying to prove myself to God. I'm studying to show myself that God's on my side. He's for me, not against me. I'm a workman that doesn't need to be ashamed because the enemy tries to use that shame and that guilt to break me down and to, and to compress me and to get me to, well, why even try? Come on, man. Uh, I know a lot of men, you know, that, 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 that won't do certain things if they ain't any good at it, right? It's just, maybe it's just a man thing, but you, and he doesn't have to be real good at it. He just has to think he's good at it. And if he thinks he's good at it, he'll really invest, I mean, you know, it's like golf. You, you go out and, and you get one good drive, and what do you do? You buy new clubs because there's a possibility I could go on tour in just about a month from now, you know, and, and you start making investments. Of course, it, 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 if his golf game sucks, he sells his clubs before he leaves the parking lot. There's a, there's a parking lot sale. And, and, and the enemy knows that if, if he can get you to think that you're not successful, that you're not effective, he can get you to disengage and get as far away from it as you can. So if the enemy can convince you that you need to be ashamed of yourself, that this God life thing, that you ain't got what it takes, that you can't do this, you ain't strong enough, you ain't rich enough, you ain't smart enough, he'll get you to separate yourself. And then you, to, to defend yourself, you'll talk about how the church life, and God life, that's for weak people. My God, somebody, it takes some strength to live for God. But you've got what it takes. Because Paul, Paul even said, I have strength for all things. I'm ready for it, equal to anything that comes my way through Christ, who's infusing me with an inner strength. Man, we got to get in the Word. We got to get in the Word. Why? Because it's going to feed that inner man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to give strength to that spirit man so that you can be spirit-led. It's hard to be led. It's hard to lead with your spirit when your spirit's weak. It's hard to lead with your spirit when he ain't got nothing to operate on. Hello, somebody. See, your spirit man's going to stand on the Word. The natural man, well, it's hard for him to stand on the word because the Bible says in uh, 2 Corinthians 2.14, the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit, neither can he for the foolishness to him because the things of the spirit are, re- are, are revealed to us by the spirit. So your natural man doesn't receive it. Your spirit man does. And where's he going to get it? Well, that's, that's why you're studying the word of God. 
Because it's going to begin to educate you. And you're going to begin to know some stuff you didn't know. And when you know some stuff that you didn't know before, you can go to some places you couldn't get before. And you can get, you can get a hold of some things you couldn't reach before. And you can accomplish some things you couldn't even start before. See, there's a reason that God, 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 God sent his word. It was to heal you. It, it was to strengthen you. It was to restore the spirit man, which was dethroned. We got we, we got to get this guy. We got to get this guy, you know, moving and grooving again. And see, a lot of us we go through life and 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 we do we do we do things that, that we think are spiritual. You know, well, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read my Bible, and and so you know you you, you thump around and you find something that might work, and because you, know, you know, well, pastor says that we need to read our Bible, and so this is how a lot of people read the Bible. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He refreshes and restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness. Oh, God. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, which is right about now, I will feel no evil. Thy rod and thy staff, they do stuff to me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup's running over. Surely goodness and mercy is going to follow me all the days of my life. Praise be unto God. And then we go down with our day. And there ain't nothing there. See, we, we read the Bible wrong. You got to get this. See, to get the right result, to get the right result. See, God declared the end at the beginning. God's already declared the end. He, he's painted a picture of your future. My people are going to dwell in a peaceful habitation, a secure dwelling, a quiet resting place. You, you, that end result. Well, in order, in, order, you, in order to sustain it, you know, God's plan is to prosper me. Well, why, do, why, why, why do we always struggle? Well, could it possibly be because you don't have the character to sustain the prosperity that God has for you? Now, I don't mean that as a slam. I'm just saying that there are certain characteristics that are demanded to sustain a certain end result. Joseph, uh, when Stephen was, was preaching with that really deep voice last week, and, um, and he was sharing a, about Joseph, and Joseph kept getting in trouble and kept getting in prison and kept getting put down, and he was sold out, and he was, you know, and all that, but he, but he kept popping back to the top. Why? Because he had this character that tied him to this awesome end result. See, uh, King Uzziah, it says, the Bible says that everything he touched turned to gold, but at the end, he died a leper and was buried outside the place where kings were kept. Why? Because he had bad character and he couldn't sustain the good result that, that God was trying to give him. See, and so in other words, we, we got to have a character that will tie us to an end result, and character is the product of habits. See, your habits define your character. And so you you got to you, you got to build some good habits because if you don't have good habits you're going to have you're going to have bad habits you got bad habits you're going to have bad character you got bad character you're going to have a bad end result. So well, what's a habit? Well, a habit is just something that you can do without thought. You don't even have to think about it anymore. So how do I how do I develop a good habit? Well, I perform good actions until they're consistent, right? So so actions part of the word you know think about it. Half the word of actions is act. So sometimes I got to act like I'm prosperous even when I'm not. And that doesn't mean spend money like a fool because let me tell you something about prosperous people. They don't spend money like fools. So you, you got you, you, you know, uh, you, you to act healthy before you are healthy. Hello? Well, how do healthy people act? They don't buy crates of corn dogs. Okay, anyways. Um, 
I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, okay. So you, so you got to act healthy. Well, how, what, how do I do that? Well, you have, to make, you have to make good choices because choices determine your actions. And so in order to make good choices, guess what you got to do? If you won't choose right unless you feel right because your feelings make your choices. So you got to feel right. If you're not feeling right, you're going to make the wrong choice. That's why when you're feeling bad, that's not a great time to make a choice because when you're feeling bad, you're probably going to make a bad decision. So you gotta, you gotta make good choices. Well, how do I do that? You gotta, you, well, I gotta take care of my emotions because if I, if I feel bad, I make bad choices. If I feel good, I make good choices. So I gotta, I gotta keep my feeling, it, it, man, I gotta keep my feelings right. And in order to get my feelings right, I gotta be thinking right. Because the way you think determines how you feel. If you would like to feel better physically, start thinking better. Come on, if you wanna feel better, you gotta think better. Well, how am I going to think better? Well, your thoughts are the product of the word that you build your life on. And people always want to argue, and they want to say, well, I think thoughts are first and then words. Okay, here's the test. You ready? It's a simple test. Think of a word you've never heard. You can't do it. So, in other words, it starts with words and goes to thoughts. Your thoughts determine your emotions. Your emotions make your choices. Your choices determine your actions. Your actions build your habits. Your habits develop your character, and your character ties you to an end result. So if you have God's word, you're going to have God's thoughts. If you have God's thoughts, you're going to have God's emotions. If you have godly emotions, you're going to make godly choices. If you're making godly choices, you're going to be performing godly actions. If you've got godly actions, you're going to develop godly habits. If you have godly habits, you're going to have a godly character. If you have a godly character, it'll tie you to a God result. So you, you got to get it. So, so, so in other words, we're studying the word of God to teach us how to think right. Because he said, my thoughts aren't like your thoughts. It's not a put down, it's an invitation up. Remember Mark 4, 24 in the Amplified, it says the level of thought and study you give the truth you hear determines the level of virtue, that's power, and knowledge that comes back to you. And even more will be added to him who's got understanding. He said, you know, give thought and study. You gotta give some thought and study. You can't, you can't just fly through the scripture, man. You gotta stop. And you, you gotta, you gotta, you know, Joshua 1 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but you're gonna meditate on it day and night. So that you can observe to do it. You can't do it if you don't know what it said. Right? If you don't understand what it was talking about, you couldn't possibly apply it. If you can't apply it, it can't produce. Because James, too, he said, receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which has the power to save your soul. Your soul's the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make your choices. But if you're not receiving with meekness the engrafted, if it's not engrafted, it's not living in you. If it's not living in you, it can't produce fruit in you. So you got to get it living in you so that it can produce the fruit in you that God wants you to possess. Man, God wants to prosper you. Okay, so back an armored truck up to the car. That's not how it's going to happen. You're thinking wrong. Well, I'll tell you what, there's just some people are lucky. No, 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 no. Some people have studied. But see, what we do is that we, we, we find pockets of the word and, and, and the things that we like, and, and we build an understanding in a certain area, but we gotta, we got to broaden this thing. we got to know all of it. Who, who are you texting? Oh, come here. Come here. Stop, stop. Come on up here. Stand, stand right here for me. Yeah, yeah. Toast. That's what I call him. Jesse, come here. Jesse, you, you, would you stand right there and just face these beautiful people? There's two incredible specimens. Okay. So uh, how, about, how about we read the word of God this way? The Lord. The Lord. My Savior. He's my shepherd. Jehovah-Rohi. Jehovah-Rohi. One of the compound names of God. 
Jehovah Roi, the shepherd. He's the director of my steps. He's the guy that picks the direction I walk in. He's the one I surrender my will to. The Lord is Rohi. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. The Lord is my shepherd. Rohi. I shall not want. Jireh. See, a lot of us, we love that Jireh thing. I want to prosper. So we, we hang out and we study all the scriptures about Jireh. And the fact that I'm studying Jireh doesn't change Jireh. It changes my understanding of Jireh. Right? And I get to a point to where I can, I can kind of rest in Jireh. I, I get kind of used to Jireh. Why? Because, well, I, I, know, I know God's going to provide. You know what? A bad day comes. Ah, he's got me. Jireh, Jireh's got my back. I can even, I can mess around with Jireh a little bit. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I, can, I, I, can, I can see something. God, God can just drop something in me. And I can go, hey, you know what? Uh, you, you, gosh, you get, I don't know if you understand this, but uh, okay, we, we've tithed, we've given offerings, and then God will show up and say, hey, give to that. But because I know Jireh pretty well, no problem. He's got my back. Yeah, something unexpected happens, poof, I don't worry. I don't worry because... I have confidence in Jireh. Now, Rohi. Rohi has just as much ability as Jireh. My study doesn't change Rohi. My study changes my understanding of Rohi. But because I haven't spent any time over here, And I don't know if he's been paying attention. Yeah, his hands are in his pockets. You know, and the way I see it is, you know, you know so I'll, I'll get over there every, every now and then, and, and I don't lean back. I back up, right? Why? Because I'm not sure you're going to catch me. You know, the, oh, maybe, you know, and, and I'm, I'm really, that was a long time right there. And, and, I'm, and I'm really, I'm really uncomfortable. So to let him direct my path, he's supposed to be directing my path. See, a lot of us want Jireh, but we don't want Rohi. But Rohi's first. See, if I could learn to trust Rohi, let me tell you where he'd get me. To Jireh. But because I haven't developed this thing, because I haven't grown myself in this, because I haven't, because, because I haven't spent time there. I get nervous when he starts directing my path because he wants to take me a path that I wouldn't choose myself. See, my path to, to Jireh is open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing I can't contain it. I'll just stand here and get it. But that's not God's way. And according to Matthew 6, I'm supposed to seek him first and his way of doing and being right. His way. I got I to gotta let him direct my way. But see, a lot of us, we, and we can put anybody up here you want. We, we, we can say that this is Jehovah Shalom and peace, but we haven't, we haven't developed an understanding of peace. So when the storm hits, we're all nervous. And a matter of fact, our relationships with Jireh, so we're wanting Jireh to, to solve the storm, when a lot of times it ain't Jireh that you need. See, you think that your problems could be solved if you had more money, but more money doesn't, doesn't solve bad spending patterns. 
See, what, what we need, what we need is peace. We, we need a full rounded understanding. Why? Because God's leading us into places we ain't never been before. And he's leading us into battles that we couldn't possibly win. And he's leading us into problems we couldn't possibly solve. And he's leading us into situations we couldn't possibly afford. Well, then why is he taking us there? So we get to know him. Because we're not supposed to win the battle. And we're not supposed to pay the bill. And we're not supposed... No, he's going to do that. He's God. I said he's God. Come on, give these guys a hand. Thanks, guys. I mean, dude, we, we got to get this. We, 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 we're going to press in. We're, we're going to look at some stuff that, that, that just, that's going to grow us and going to make us strong. Because I'm telling you that there ain't nobody in the room here this morning that couldn't use just a little bit of increase in your understanding of what God's really up to, what he's really doing. And a lot of us, you know, a lot, it's almost like some people are waiting until the bomb hits before they build the bomb shelter. Well, I'll get equipped for that when I need it. Man, it's going to be too late. And I'm telling you that if we're going to demonstrate Satan's defeat, if we're going to walk with the power of God on our life so that our life makes a difference, when you, I'm telling you that when you enter into a, into a certain environment, it's going to change for the better because you have a confidence. Man, I'm telling you that the believer ought to walk, you know, to the, to the untrained eye, it might even look like arrogance. We're not talking about arrogance. We're talking about confidence. But there, there, there needs to be just a, enough confidence in you that you almost got just a little bit of a cocky attitude. Why? Because you know. Man, it ain't something you heard somewhere. You know no weapon formed against me prospers. None. I said none. My final condition will always be better than my, than, than, than my current situation. Always. Why? Because that's God's will for my life. Why? Because I know it. My mind's been transformed by, uh, uh, through the word of God. And I'm going to tell you, I don't care if we go home today and the house is engulfed in flames. We're going to have about 15 minutes of sitting there taking pictures, and then we're going to get on with life. Why? Because my, my, my end result's better than my current condition. Well, how can you say that? Because we've been there. That must be nice. You guys don't ever have any problems. Are you kidding? You know, it... it it, it was interesting last week when, when Stephen, you don't care if I talk about it just a little bit, do you? Because you opened it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've never talked about the fact that Stephen was sexually molested by somebody at, at the school. Man, they, they ripped the dude's name off of the gym and renamed it. They all tried to pretend like it didn't happen. And, you know, and, and they've just gone on. And, you know, what are they going to do? You can't change the past. And I had a couple of people this week ask me, well, when you left town, what do you guys do? Did you just leave? No, man, we just went out of town to get the word. What's the word we're going to stand on? Because we're not going to be able to change that. So guess what? You've you got two choices. You can, be a, you can be a victim or you can be a victor. Okay? Because guess what? In life, stuff happens. You know, we left town to get the word we're going to stand on and to prevent me from killing that guy within the first 24 hours. But we're, we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to stand on the word of God. And guess what? It's not gonna, it's, you, this experience is not going to define your destiny. But you know, I watch a lot of people. And my heart goes out to you because a lot of you guys are going through stuff and you freak out in the middle. No, you're in the middle. You can't cave in, give up, and quit in the middle. If you cave, up, cave in, give up, and quit in the middle, you don't make it to the end. And the end's the thing that God declared at the beginning. You got you to keep going. Man, you got to believe it in your heart, and you got to confess it with your mouth. You know, how did you get saved? I believed in my heart, and I confessed with my mouth. How do you receive the Holy Spirit? I believe in my heart, and I confess with my mouth. 
How did we get this building? Well, we believed in our heart and we confessed with our mouth. Now, there's a lot of work involved, right? And thank God for, for great people. You know, thank God for the Achoas and thank God for the Wilkerson's. Thank God for, the, you know, for, for all of you because there's a lot of work involved. But the reality is, is that the world said, that, that man, they told us this, this would never work. It's funny. It looks like it's doing okay. Okay, well, what, what are you going to do next week? You know, what, 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 if something else pops up, we're going to believe in our heart and confess with our mouth. What are you going to believe in your heart? The word. Well, what's the word you're standing on? I've actually had great friends leave the church because I asked them, I pressed them, what's the word you're standing on? They didn't have one. I'm like, quit asking me to pray. You don't get to go through here. You know what? Climbing badger is not that big of a deal. You can do badger. Look at your neighbor and say, you can do badger. Man, badger's not that big of a deal. But put somebody on your back and head up there. You know, one time we, we, we had been going up and down Badger, and, and when, when the nieces were smaller, Shelby brought one of them, and, and she brought a little backpack that she put on me. <laughs> and she said, okay, carry the child up the hill. And I'm, I'm telling you, halfway up, I'm thinking, this thing has legs. It can get off and walk by itself. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, you know, carry. See, you don't need to be carried. Here, you don't need to be carried because let me tell you when the enemy's coming. The, 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 remember when he was messing with Jesus in the wilderness and, and he said, and he went away and waited for a more opportune time. He's looking for the right opportunity to mess with you. But if you've got the foundation to stand on, man, if you've got a confidence, show me your ugly face. Hebrews 10. It says, uh, cast not therefore away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience. After you've done the will of God, you're going to receive the promise. Don't let go of your confidence. See, don't let go of your confidence. But, you know, how can we lean on John? Because we have a confidence. We build a relationship with that word. We, we know what the Bible says there. Well, we need to know what it says about these other things too. We need to get a confidence that we won't let go of. Hello? Why? Because your reward's tied to your confidence. For you have need of patience. Look at that. Is it on there? For you have need of patience. No, you had it right. For you have need of patience. You have need of patience. Ooh. Patience. I don't go to Jack in the Box because they don't cook it till I order it. You know, I'm always in a hurry. Patience. Patience is not the ability to wait a long time. I said patience is not the ability to wait a long time. Patience is the ability to remain unchanged regardless of time. How do I get that? By having confidence in this word. Man, the stuff just keeps piling up against us. Yeah, but God said he's for us, not against us. If God be for me, who cares who's against me? Psalms 118, verse 6 and 7 in the Amplified, the Lord is on my side. It doesn't mean he's on my team. He's on my side. I'm not on my own. See, a lot of us, you know what we end up doing? We end up bragging about our problem. We are very impressed with the size of our challenge. Tell somebody about a challenge you're in, and they'll one-up you. I got let go today. Well, that sucks, but I got to tell you what I'm going through. I not only got let go, my car got repoed. Well, I not only got let go and my car got repoed, but my wife left me too. 
And we're always trying to outdo each other. And we brag about our problem. Even, the, even though it's not that, you know, out front, we get spiritual. So we go on Facebook and post things. Dear God, people, we have the opportunity to use technology to change the world for the better. But instead, we want to share our, our issue and our opinion. And frankly, Scarlet, our opinion, there's a way that seemeth right unto a man. Your opinion isn't the issue. Which, and can I share this with you? You don't have the right to a, an opinion about something that you're not actively involved in. What we need to do is have a transformed mind. Well, we're not bragging about our problem. We're bragging about the solution. Psalms. Uh, did I give you a psalm scripture? In God we boast all day long. Here's the conversation of a believer. In God we boast all day long. Have you seen the size of my cancer? (laughs) Have you seen the size of my healer? Have you seen how much money we owe? Have you seen how much God provides? Have you seen the size of the storm? Have you seen the dude that speaks and the waves calm themselves to a whisper? Let me tell you about my God. Let let, Let me tell you about my God who loves you. Let me tell you about how much better my my, my family life is since I let God begin to direct my path. Let me tell you how much better I feel physically since I started living life God way. Let me tell you how much brighter the future is since I let God give me a hope and a future. Let me tell you about my God. See, I'm confident in this, that he who has begun will continue to perform. One more verse. John 8, 31. If you continue, if you continue. See, you have need of patience. If you continue, if you'll, if you'll, if you'll, if you'll finish, if you'll just keep going, if, you, if you'll just keep pushing, if you'll keep pressing, man, you don't need to be ashamed about the past. Let me tell you something about the past. The past does not have any power. Because any man who's in Christ, he's new. Old things passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. So if you continue in my word. See, this is what we're talking about. Having enough confidence in the word to continue. To continue. Well, it's hard to continue something. You haven't started yet. So today, what we're going to do, I'm going to ask you to close your book and bow your head for just a minute. I'm telling you that the end result that God has for you, the verses go on and says, you're going to be my disciples. You're going to know the truth, and the truth is going to make you free. God's wanting to walk you into a collision with freedom. 
Today, we're all going to pray a prayer together. And if you're in this room, we're not, we're, we're not going to do anything to embarrass you. We won't call you out, make you stand or come forward. But if you're here today and, and, and you say, you know what, I, yeah, I, I need to start. Maybe some of you have started, but you got away from it. And now it's time to have a, 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 a rebirth. You know, well, I, I want to encourage you. I'm begging you. Make this prayer that we're all going to pray today. Make it your prayer. Make it personal. It's time to just say, okay, God, I'm going to get real with you so you can be real in me. I, I, I want to continue. I, I, so I'm going to have to start. And today, today is my new starting point. And, and, and I, I'm going to learn. And I'm going to grow. And I'm going to let you transform me. And I'm going to let you change me. And I'm going to let you do your life work in me. And I'm making this prayer my prayer. If that's you today, while nobody's looking around, I just want you to hold your hand up so I can agree with you in prayer. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can put them down. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Making it, yes, I'm making, I'm making this my prayer today. Surrendering my life to get God life. What an awesome deal. I'm going to let God direct my way. Thank you, ma'am. I'm going to let God direct my way. I'm going to let God be my provider. I'm going to let God be my peace. I'm going to let him produce his promises. Thank you in my life. Everybody in this place to pray this with me. Say, dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you in every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, church, give God a huge hand.